Hello. Good morning. Wherever you are. Out there in the world. <laughs> I hope that um, if you celebrated Christmas yesterday, that you had a wonderful Christmas. And uh, today is the first day of Kwanzaa, which is uh, based on an African tradition of gratitude and celebration, which is, it's an absolutely lovely uh, celebration. And and it is either six or seven days, I don't remember exactly. Um, But we've certainly been in the season of light. And we had a wonderful Christmas at my house, uh, and we all took <laughs> we all took a very much appreciated uh, Christmas nap after after presents and food and everything. So one of the things that that I think makes this time of year so special is something that most of us are doing and you know maybe maybe you're not aware that you're contributing to the overall <laughs> goodwill of the season but when like during this season um, Thanksgiving Hanukkah all the the wonderful uh, the celebration of Rumi's passing the celebration of Our Lady of Guadalupe in all these ceremonies and observances and all the things that we do like that we're uh, paying attention in some way to the blessings that we have from the Creator that it, the blessings of creation um, and of course, we're we're in the winter season, so here in the northern hemisphere, and so the trees, of course, are all different, except for the evergreens, of course. Um, the weather's different. Uh, we spend more time inside. It's a little quieter in certain ways. I know that um, in my neighborhood. It's quiet, quieter except for the sound of chainsaws because uh, there people are sawing limbs for fires and dealing with trees that have fallen during the year. But during this time of the year, we are thinking of other people in some ways more than we usually do and I think that that is one of the things that makes this time of year so special we we really start thinking about our friends and family we also of course think about people who that we may have lost this year I know in meditation class, several people lost their moms this year. 
losing moms and dads is that's a big deal and you know grief is so funny you just never know when it's going to pop up and and for a lot of us for a lot of people i know um who have whose moms and dads have gone on like like even if we're older right we miss our moms and dads we miss those christmases um or we would miss the hanukkahs you know with grandparents and aunts and uncles and all those folks who have gone on um and thanksgivings where families you know big families got together and now most of those folks are gone so it's kind of like the holidays are a double-sided coin on the one hand it's wonderful and joyful and or can be it can be and um we think about other people a little bit more and think about the creator a little bit more and i think it makes us happier <laughs> so that's my theory so what do you think do you, do you think that's true do you think let me know let me know um and i'll i'll put um a link to my facebook page that's what i'll do I'll put a link to my Facebook page. Um, so it's Mary Christopher. You know, I'm I'm on Facebook. Um, there are probably other Mary Christophers on Facebook, uh, but I'll I'll put the link. So I'd really like to know how you've been with the holidays. And for some people, it's it can be really difficult be- and it's a little breezy here today the breeze is kind of off and on so hopefully it won't make too too much of a distraction here um, it's, it can be so hard for people who are by themselves and maybe they don't fit in so well with their family or their family was super dysfunctional. I mean, most families, you know, we have our <laughs> our ups and downs and in-betweens, right? Um, and unfortunately, some families are really dysfunctional. And people get hurt. Like, deeply hurt. As children. I mean, not just as adults, but as children and so here the rest of us are all paying attention to buying things for family or having friends over or doing all those kind of things and these folks are remembering their dysfunctional family so they can be and then, then if we're isolated, which, um, which I was last Christmas, I mean, 
I was, and, and I was not alone. I mean, I know I was not alone. Um, so, you know, all my, all my family was elsewhere. I mean, they weren't even in the state at that point, still living in Texas. Um, and a friend of mine who does barbecue called up and said, I've got some brisket. Can you meet me on 71 um, outside of Austin? And I'll bring it to you. And I said, yes. And and I was not in what we would call good spirits, right? Just not in good spirits. I was okay, but but... I don't like that kind of isolation. So I was scurrying around trying to get ready, and I um, I think I was making tea to take with me, and I wanted to put some lemon juice in it, and I had this ancient lemon. It was still good. It wasn't moldy at all. It was still good, but it had gotten dried out, so the skin was very tough. And I just grabbed the nearest knife and tried to cut into it. And I was in a hurry. I wasn't paying attention. And, of course, we know what can happen if we're in a hurry and we're not paying attention and handling sharp objects. So the knife slipped, and I cut my uh, index finger and my second finger on my right hand. I'm left-handed, so... My right hand was holding the lemon, and it didn't go to the bone, or at least it wasn't showing any bone. I won't get too graphic with this, but, <clears throat> and I've been an EMT, so things like that don't bother me, but um, it started bleeding, like just seriously bleeding, and I was tired and not in the best of spirits and it was very upsetting and it hurt and I couldn't get it to quit bleeding and I was holding I was like wrapping paper towels around my fingers and holding my fingers up in the air and it just you know blood was running down my arm <laughs> sorry it's, <laughs> I, it was not funny at the time it's kind of funny now but um There I was, trying to get ready to to hop in, in the car and go meet David. And I knew he was in a hurry. And I couldn't... I was having trouble with my fingers. So I was having trouble, like, dialing or sending a text. or and, and so I finally got enough wrap around my fingers that um, the blood wasn't running down my arm. And I grabbed my backpack and my phone and jumped jumped into the car and, and I, was, I have a shift uh, I have a standard dr a drive so I was trying to shift with my right hand and not start a lot of bleeding again and and then I was halfway there and I noticed that I had a text from David fortunately there wasn't a lot of traffic so there was a text from David saying, I can't wait any longer. I have to leave. Sorry to miss you. Merry Christmas. Bye. So I knew he was ticked off. And so I just kept going, thinking I might catch him. But, of course, he was long gone. And then I got there, and I sent him a text and said, Sorry I missed you. I cut my fingers and was bleeding all over. And 
And then I just sat there and cried for a while because <laughs> my fingers hurt and I'd missed my friend and I was sitting in an empty parking lot <laughs> in a shopping mall um, with bandages all over my fingers and uh, I just sat there and cried for a while. And then I, I called my son and reported the first aid incident and and so I got the, well, mom, you know not to try to cut things when you're, you know. Anyway, I got the, the how to handle a knife conversation, which is probably a repeat of what I used to tell him, right? Okay, so <laughs> my point is it was not funny at the time. It was heartbreaking. And I felt very isolated and and. People were texting and, you know, being thoughtful and kind and sending love, but I felt very isolated. And it's hard. It's just hard. And we know we're not going to be isolated or on our own forever and ever, but it's hard. So this this year, leading up to Christmas and Christmas and through the end of the year, I'm lighting a candle every day. I bought extra beeswax, um, and I'm lighting a candle every day for for refu- refugees, for folks who are isolated, for folks during the holidays who are dealing with illness. Um, whether it's terminal or temporary or whatever Um, and for people who are dealing with depression isolation all those things that human beings have to deal with we um, being a human being is a challenge it's a challenge and sometimes I think about that being on earth is like going to um, an accelerated high school or maybe an accelerated study uh, middle school where there's a lot of work, a lot of expectation and um, very challenging. I, I do not think that the dummies get sent here. We may feel like that sometimes, but I I don't believe that. I think this is like major challenge and and when you when we have major challenges, it's often because we have a capacity for those challenge challenges, but um we don't know that we have that capacity. Like you know, we don't know how far we can swim until we're pushed or challenged a little bit. We don't know how far we can walk. Um, we don't know a lot of things about ourselves until we're a little bit challenged. And I think being on earth can absolutely bring out the best in us. We can become more compassionate and um, to ourselves to begin with and and to others 
we we can make a difference. And I also light a candle um, during this time for all the people, all of you out there who are making the world a better place every day. And not just the the obvious folks, not just the people on the front lines in emergency rooms and hospitals and ICUs and people, the EMS people and all the, the police and fire and military, um, but those, those folks who are keeping an eye out in your neighborhoods or you're, you're in living in a retirement home and you're, you're keeping an eye out on other people. You're, you're making a difference. And all those efforts, all those, what we think of as just a small, maybe insignificant kindness, it adds up. It's cumulative. It makes a difference. It makes a difference for everybody. In other words, it matters. So we're on Earth, we're in the Earth plane, trying to sort this <laughs> place out, right? And so what our kindnesses, our generosity, all those things add up. They're cumulative. They're cumulative in our lives and they're cumulative in the lives of others. So don't, please don't ever underestimate what you're doing and what you're doing for others. So please, as we, as we go into this new year, be generous and compassionate and kind to yourself. Because when we do that, we, we really make it easier for ourselves to be kind and be a blessing. So there you are. We're almost finished with 2021. God bless 2021. It's been uh, an amazing year and a terrifying year in some respects. So let's do just a basic breathing meditation. Just a real simple. And let's just remember or think about all the goodness that's within us and all the goodness that's within others. So this will be kind of a heartwarming another form of heartwarming you can hear the plane I'm sure there are a lot of planes that fly over Atlanta it has the big uh, international airport which is one of the busiest in the world if not the busiest and It has two smaller airports that get a lot of 
private airplanes. And those airports are very busy, especially during the holidays. So there are a lot of airplanes that fly over Atlanta all the time. So let's, uh, if you've been sitting, stand and stretch around a little bit. If, if you've been inside today, um, if you can get outside to do your meditation, I much prefer to meditate outside. Fresh air, real world, like I feel like I'm out in, in God's world. I'm out in the Creator's world with majestic trees and incredibly blue sky and sunshine on my face. So I'm, as you all know, if you listen to any podcasts, I much prefer to be outside. And not I know not everybody is comfortable outside. So if you're not comfortable outside, maybe you can meditate by a big window where you can see the real world. Okay, so uh, if you don't know, I talk us into our meditation using our breath. And then we have about five minutes of quiet, and then I talk us out, and we'll be finished. Okay. As we breathe in, very gently, following our breath, all the way down into our solar plexus. Feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath from the bottom of your lungs, past your heart, up your throat, out through your nose and your mouth. Allow yourself to relax. Just very gently following your breath all the way down to your solar plexus. into the space around you. Allow yourself to relax. When you're feeling centered, and relaxed, and you're at ease with your breath, you're comfortable with your breath, then bring your awareness to your heart. Part of what Christmas is about, and all this season, 
It's about bringing light into the world. Bringing love, more love. And embodying, being that love. So we'll start with the heart. And let the love that moves through your heart be carried to every cell of your body. Heart pumping blood and oxygen, carrying nutrients and carrying love. every cell of your body.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down to your solar plexus. Be aware of how centered you feel. And as you breathe out, following your breath, out into the space all around you, Be aware of how at ease you feel. And as you breathe in, let your heart know how much you appreciate its strength and its rhythm. Even if your heart isn't perfect, Let it know and be aware of all the love that's going to every cell of your body. And as you breathe out, when you're ready, breathing out into the space all around you, gently open your eyes. Wonderful, good work. Wonderful, wonderful, very good. You can do these five minute, five or ten minute meditations once or twice, or maybe even three times a day. It has a cumulative effect. And it can be a huge blessing. So... Have a wonderful week, last week of 2021. Hopefully it will be a blessing for you. And I will put the link to my Facebook page in the notes for this podcast. It's Mary Christopher on Facebook. Um, So take care. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful week. And I'll talk to you next year. Remember to breathe.